I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Tracks 100th episode spectacular. Thank you for being here. Man, we're stoked to be here. Uh, I'm Steven, and I'm going to bring out uh, my illustrious trio of awesome. Uh, please welcome, in no particular order, except I try to do it alphabetically, uh, our producer, Mr. Brad Goop. Hooray! Now, Brad was chastising me because he wants to play cues for when people come out, but if I introduced him, he wouldn't be able to play the cues. So you can retroactively introduce yourself via uh, musical interlude now. That's okay. We're good. Okay, cool. Um, uh, Our delightful people's television producer, Mr. Michael Kanjemi. Come on out. Michael taking time out of his busy schedule, working to be here, which is great. And please put your hands together for the man, the heart of the show, Mr. Jonah Bear. All right, uh, I want to thank everyone for listening to our show, for joining us. We have a delightful array of guests coming out. Um, uh, wow, 100 damn episodes. Dude, do you remember when Brad asked us to do a podcast three years ago and we didn't do it? Yes. Yeah, because we were the smartest people ever. Uh, Mike and Joan and I worked on a, a very fun television show that would still be on the air had not I decided to do an entire episode pretending to sleep. Um, <laughs> It's a true story. Yeah. Um, we did it because um, Jonah's nemesis, Chrissy Hind, was supposed to be on. And she had all these demands to be on the show, uh, one of which that uh, she's, she's super animal rights-y, which is, which is cool. We, we back that. You know, it's great. Um, I'm more animal welfare. Like, treat them nice, then slit them by the throat and hang them. But, you know, like, welfare. Uh, but she had all these Make rules. them work. Yeah, make them work for yeah. it. You know, it's whatever. That's what you I grew say. up on a farm, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so she had all these rules. Then at the last second, she was like, here's the CD. You need to listen to the record. This was like two hours before the show. And for the first time ever, and I think the last time, we saw Jonah Bayer angry. I'd never seen it before. Chris he stood up and hurled the CD across the bullpen at Fuse. Just chucked it, which would, makes it very hard to listen to once you hurl it. But it was just the angriest thing ever. And you were like, fuck this, fuck her, fuck the pretenders. <laughs> Our producer, Rob, wrote an email to me from her, like a fake email. And I thought it was really her. <laughs> I, was, I was like, now she's bugging me. And everyone's like, dude, that's not real. <laughs> and she has no idea who I am still. And she ended up not showing up. No, she ended up bailing. So we had no script. 
Which was fine. We normally didn't have a script. Uh, but I was like, we're doing it. Well, let me just say, right. Stevens had this idea of doing this sleep episode for a long time. You were, you were really wanting to do it. And he looked at me and I was like, oh, no. And he goes, we're doing the sleep episode. <laughs> and I was like, we have no other choice, but I'm going to get fired. <laughs> like, you're not going to get fired. I'm going to get fired. And I was just like, I don't know. And then that's when our production management were like, what are you guys talking about? I was like, don't even just leave, leave the room. And, every- and we ended up. It was one of the best episodes I think we've ever done. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I yeah. wrote a script for it, and you were like, we don't need it. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. We had these beautiful camera moves to Stephen just <laughs> on the couch in different positions sleeping, and then you just go to a video. And, yeah. and, and, <laughs> ha- and more than half of those cameramen and the stage manager, true story, now working on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> so who wins? I have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, things not to talk about, because I wrote down for the 100th episode things I shouldn't bring up, um, and I started with my hemorrhoids, my enlarged prostate, don't embarrass your wife. <laughs> but she's not here. So it's cool. <laughs> so I didn't, uh, that, was, that was an awesome thing about turning 40. I was like, joy, 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 joy. Um, when bringing up hemorrhoids, no, I'm kidding, I'm not going to do that. Um, seriously, we have an awesome... Awesome lineup of guests, and there's no better way to bring them out than to start with the backbeat of the awesome Gaslight Anthem. Please bring up the incomparable Benny Horowitz. Yeah, march across the stage. Hey, what's up, dude? (laughs) Are you carrying a knife? (laughs) Actually, yeah. (laughs) I didn't mean it. (laughs) It was a gift, and it's wound up on my keychain. It's called the... Oh, yeah, microphones. <laughs> Sorry. Someone dedicate the knife to you? The forest master. The forest master. Nice. My girlfriend got it to me. Really? Because I wish I lived in the forest. Really? I do. Why? It's a cement jungle out there, man. I hate it. Oh, really? Like, I know you're like... Um, I wouldn't expect... Do you like camping? Are you that kind of dude? I do like camping, but I talk about it way more than I do it. <laughs> because it's, like, it's I like... talk about doing it a lot, because I know that's like, you know, you're supposed to. I have like a beard. <laughs> so I'm supposed to know how to like uh, I do that with fishing I do that shit Fishing I talk about fishing hey. <laughs> I didn't even look that side yeah, We're over here uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry By that definition everyone in Brooklyn should be awesome at camping That's true actually And like cooking meat Well not even cooking meat Like preparing meat from the animal Which is actually like that's proper hard if you've seen yeah. Into the Wild or something. No, no, no. But, like, he has to... You don't think about this, but you kill an animal and you're proper out in the wild, like, you can't go home. You got to do, like, all sorts of stuff to it to keep the meat good for, like, a while, you know? We, like, cure it and keep it out there and take the veins I mean, out. I don't know. I'm a 20-year vegetarian. I'm just so speculating. You're just- <laughs> <laughs> all speculation. <laughs> but, I mean, we could look at... I have my phone in my pocket. We could just... We could just Google it. Wikipedia. It's how we roll. Yeah. Uh, now, we were all talking about, like, one of this amazing array of guests we have for our 100th episode. And uh, we're slightly nervous. I think it's safe to say. Yeah. And <laughs> Jonah apparently came up to you and, and, I don't know, what did you say to him? To make I him was like, don't down? be nervous. You played with Springsteen for yeah. thousands of people. Which I thought was, like, a big <laughs> cop-out on your part. Why I was that? like, I could use a little, like... Like you're gonna like be a great, boosting up. <laughs> yeah, and you were just like, yeah, fuck you, you'll be fine. <laughs> I felt like that's what you needed. <laughs> just like tough love. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Pop. You're welcome. <laughs> that is what he said, though. Yeah. What was it like playing with Springsteen? Was it like this? <laughs> it was pretty similar. 
um, in the fact that I was nervous and I felt, I don't know, situations like, yeah, guys like the president. It fell out of my league, you know? Like, I'm back there. I'm like, look at this, like, schlep, like, just, like, doing something so cool, you know? Were you but, always into Springsteen or? No, not, not, <laughs> not really. I, I mean, I grew up, like, pretty hard rock. And like, no, me too. And I also get yeah. used to. I mean, I'm a Jersey guy as well, and I used to get a lot of. Uh, what do you mean you're not into Springsteen? I'm like, I'm not that I'm not yeah, into yeah. him. I just don't know. Maybe I have to listen to more of it. And then right. once I did, it's like, okay, I get it. But all right, leave me alone. Yeah, like pretty much like new to hits. I yeah. think the first song I liked was like the Streets of Philadelphia. Okay, because oh, it's like, it powerful. Yeah. Um, but I, I have more of like an appreciation for that dude more than like knowing his music. That's mm-hmm. that's. Who, who typifies, like, the Jersey band to you, then? I don't know. Aside from yours. Lifetime? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back that. Does anybody know that? Bouncing no, Souls. You know, bon, yeah, the souls. bon Jovi. And I'm yeah. a big hip-hop fan, and we have a rich hip-hop history mm-hmm. of, of, you know, Redman, yeah. Naughty by Nature, and Lauryn Hill, Queen Latifah, stuff like that. Frank, I mean, old Blue Eyes. This jersey. Frank Sinatra, that's pretty hip. That's pretty, that's deep, that's deep hip. I didn't know. I, I, I was saying Justin Bieber. Yeah. He's from New Jersey. He is? Canada. No, he's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> you, should, should we talk about him? Yeah. Talk, talk about Bieber? Yeah, yeah man, whatever. I mean, he gets a lot of press, but. He's here. How could we spin it to make this unique Bieber press? <laughs> I'd say should we, we make up lies? I think we just, just give that, that poor, rich 19-year-old a break. You know. Really? I I can understand like smoking out a plane with mad weed smoke. Like yeah. that sounds fun. Yeah. Like I've wondered what it would be like to have enough money to like rent out a plane and just do whatever the fuck you want on it. Like <laughs> sounds cool. Like how Tanaka just came to New York, like pimping, you know? But like when I found out he was just like mean to the yeah. to the flight attendant, you know, there's like one lady on there like meant to help people out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's where you're a dick. You yeah. Know? I didn't know he was mean to the flight attendant. Like, you got enough money. I didn't like, delve that deep into the Huffington Post article. <laughs> well, yeah. so. You got enough money and weed to, like, smoke out an airplane, like, good on you. Mm-hmm. But you don't got to be, like, a dick to people. No, you should know? share it and be nice and kind. They're just doing a job like anyone else. Yeah. 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 He's providing a service. Bieber or the flight attendant? I'd say, I'd say <laughs> definitely the flight attendant. Bieber, I'm not quite sure. You don't like pop music? I do like pop music. I, I once got in an argument with the guy who wrote I Heart Huckabees about how he said The Clash wasn't a pop band. And I told him to go fuck himself in a loud bar. <laughs> well, do you feel like you're becoming like crabby? We're, I feel like we all start becoming like that crabby old guy like who hates, like, ah, it's new, whatever. Like, even at, when we did Warped so many times. And again, you go to Warped, and we used to love the, the older bands on Warped. And then as you started going, you're like, you know, like, what did you guys think when you did it? Like... <laughs> You know, I, I went through a I went through an experience because I I was trying hard to be like a self righteous dude, you know. Like, I spent the first couple days like talking shit, pretty much. Like, I was walking around watching some band who plays like nine sequential breakdown parts that have nothing to do with each other and shit like that. And I was like, yo, this like this is a music. These kids are clowns. Blah blah blah. And then. I kind of started reflecting to, like, when I was a kid and, like, people used to talk shit to me about, like, like, I was into, like, Snapcase, which, like, all the Cro-Max dudes around New York and New Jersey were like, that's a fucking hardcore, bro, that's, like, metal, where you all swinging your arms and doing kung fu, like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's, like, 
Snapcase, they're awesome, you know, and they made me feel like shit about the music I like. So I thought about that when I was out there. I tried to be conscious about that. I'm like, you know, whatever it is that fucking The Devil Wears Prada is doing for these 3,000 kids, I clearly don't get it, but it's doing something for those kids. They're getting some kind of release out of it. The guys know how to play their instruments. They just chose weird music to play, you know? So... So I try not to, like, be that dude. I don't want to be, like, the shitty old man who makes other people feel like shit about what they like, you know? There's always that fun uh, dividing. Lisa's here. Lisa Brownlee runs the Warped Tour. Yeah. Um, yeah former, former podcast guest, Lisa. Star um, of Warped Roadies. Uh, star of Warped Roadies, correct. Um, there's always that, that fun... Oh, yeah. When, and she works for Bieber. I forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> Fuck, you run, you run Bieber's security, right? That's right. Holy shit. This is a missed yeah. opportunity. Do you want me to, you want me to get up? No, no, I need to stay here and field questions. Um, what amazes me is, like, just real quick, what is the length of the NDA you had to sign? Like... I really, I would like to read it for the rest of the podcast, just to say, just say I had the balls to do that for the. No more guests. I'm just gonna read Bieber's NDA. Were you on the weed plane? No, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't on the weed plane. Okay. Uh, had you been there, he wouldn't have talked shit. Can you get us plane. on the weed plane? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> Now, I remember at the, at the Warp Tour, the, there's like there's that dividing line of you know the the older bands and the younger bands crossing over. What side did you guys fall on? Uh, old dudes for <laughs> sure. Pretty much the Warp Tour we were on, we found like against me and the Street Dogs and formed this weird old man angry group. <laughs> who, like all these kids were out there having fun, doing drugs, meeting young women, and we were all like just playing foosball and fucking pissed off. <laughs> but credit to against me, they are the best. American kicker players that I've ever seen. Those guys, you know, it's a rule if you're playing foosball. If you're down 7 nothing, you lose and you got to walk under the table. That's an against me rule. You got to crawl under the table <laughs> if they get you 7 nothing. That's just their rule? Or it's that's... like a hazing NFL okay. locker room type deal, you know? <laughs> what do you mean you have to crawl under the table? Yeah, you if you're down 7 like, nothing, walk. you just lose. I guess it depends on the height of the table. Limbo? Yeah. You have a big limbo guy. under the table? That would be the I can't limbo. make that. I don't have the <laughs> strength. A lot of those. Mm, wow, that's bizarre. But they're very good. I got to give them credit. <laughs> do they travel with their own table? Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> Does it have a road case? Uh, yeah. I think yeah, so. baby. It has some. Or it's one of them foldable <laughs> ones. I forget how they, how they cruise it. You can make up anything. Who on that now? They're still a band. This could be fact checked. <laughs> <laughs> there probably is a road case. Metallica used to carry a washer and dryer in a road case. Still do. All right. Really? <laughs> really? We have confirmation. Jesse Johnson of Motion City Soundtrack, former podcast and, guest. That's the front row. That's <laughs> how you get up front. You got to be on uh, the show. I would just like, yeah, I would like to thank the half of the audience who was, hasn't been on the podcast is here. <laughs> thank you for coming. <laughs> really appreciate it. <laughs> Mark Beamer, what's up? Mark Beamer. Sorry, third row podcast yeah. guest. First year back. We didn't know you were here. Oh, gee. <laughs> I remember being in that that uh, on the war- on the warp tour that when you crossed the line and that was that circle and it was the bouncing souls. I remember sitting there and someone handed me a beer and I was it's a very chilly beer and apparently I guess my face exuded oh this is a cold beer and immediately Brian Keenan from the Souls pulled out a bouncing souls beer koozie from his back pocket and went here you go bro. <laughs> 
And I was like, I'm in, I'm in a whole new zone that I'm enjoying. Yeah. <laughs> and then we sat in a tour bus and watched Limo from NoFX's crew um, lip sync a song from Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Limo's a beast, that yeah, guy. Yeah, that dude. <laughs> He's a road dog. True road, road dog, for sure. Um, what's going on with Spear Agnew? Nothing, actually, sadly. I wish something was happened. I don't have a funny anecdote. Damn. Um, just laziness or just nothing? Bass players in law school, guitar players doing some other... Just hard to get together, and it doesn't look like we're going to get together very often. But I recently saw Bottom Feeder, who are awesome. Benny's other band. Thanks. Oh, shit. That's fun. Different vibe, not as stony. But yeah, are you guys still doing stuff? Are you? Yeah, yeah. The the two of the guys in the band are from. Uh, they play in a band called Gates, who are starting to get really busy. They're doing a record and starting to tour a lot. And well, they've done a couple records. They're an awesome band. So when they're busy, and now Gaslight's going to get busy in March. So not a lot of bottom feeder going on for a minute. Good to hear. That's crazy. You mentioned Gates. Someone emailed a fan of the podcast from. Uh, from Europe, said you got to get this band Gates to come on the podcast. We should, the United Nations played a lot of shows with them on the way to Fest this year. They're really good. Yeah, one, awesome. of, one of my favorite bands, probably like best young like Jersey band around now. Yeah. I think bass player used to work for me too. I used to be his boss. Now, really really funny. Funny. Yeah. I'd always want to bring stuff back to Jersey. I heard uh, Jersey thing that was happened in the I last podcast. I saw. I knew. I, I knew about the tattoo. I'm very. <laughs> So the, I'm that you got, guy. When you were in, let's say when you guys were when you were in New Brunswick, what what did you do before while you were in the band but struggling? What did you do for work to like make cash? Uh, like, I actually quit a pretty decent job. I was like one of the few people who, I mean, maybe because I'm Jewish, but I had a cushion when I quit. My- <laughs> <laughs> so like, I actually had a good job. I was a night production manager at the the newspaper for like Rockers New Brunswick, the Daily Targum. Oh, that's awesome. And. uh yeah, I was like one of like five or six salary non-student positions at that newspaper. That's awesome. So I worked like at night, like getting the last of the paper, the edits and advertisements together and getting it off the press. That was my job. Yeah. Sounds ridiculously, it sounds like a lot of responsibility. Yeah, it was actually. For someone who like, I didn't go to Rutgers, I didn't study that at all. I have 20-something college credits to my name, but um, it was a good job for me, you know, and uh, actually, uh, Brian Fallon worked for me for a minute. Um, a couple of guys from Gates, Corey from like Let Me Run. That office, for some reason, has turned into like a like a punk rock office for the last like twenty years. Like guys who were in the scene always take the jobs at that newspaper. It's a weird thing, and I was one of them for a while. But I also, you had off in the summer. I would deliver pizza every summer and double up on dough. <laughs> All right, wait, so, so double entendre. I mean, uh, New Brunswick's tough. All right, so being a stop it. That was so Princeton of you. But, but seriously, like <laughs> pizza delivery, it would be hard around New Brunswick getting around. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, it's the worst. I had a loading zone permit. So you were and, able to, all right. And I Explain why it is. It's really tough to get well, around. Well, I had yeah. some worked out with a couple of the parking dudes, too. <laughs> like, there was a couple guys. There was one dude on there. I, I never knew his name, but he was, like, Puerto Rican dude with fronts who was, like, a parking authority guy. Right. And, like, the first time he came in the shop, I hooked him up with two slices. He's like, he's like, you sure? I'm like, yo, you see that, like, gold Corolla outside? <laughs> like, that's me, you know? That's me. <laughs> And we had this funny thing where, like, I'd see him around town. He'd be lurking around the corner. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'd show him, like, my shit. He'd be like, I got you, you know? Yeah. So I had it kind of locked down. But I got a lot of tickets and stuff, too. You got to be aggressive as a, you know, 
as a delivery driver anywhere, I guess. Yeah, I did know how to circumnavigate New Brunswick without making a left-hand turn. It's nearly impossible. Much. That's impossible. No lights. Yeah, no, that's impossible. I have never been able to do that. You just got to go through the hood. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so stuff going on with Gaslight in March, and then that means just all work for you. Yeah, well, not work. I play music for a living. Um, <laughs> so it's not like real work. You gave the best advice on our show about how to be a drummer, and it made Brad so happy. Yeah. And how and he's brought it up several times on subsequent podcasts. <laughs> you gotta Spe- remind me. I don't even remember. <laughs> Dad oh, gave you a nugget. Listen, a real nugget. <laughs> Just listen. Listen. To Just music. <clears throat> oh. Drummers don't usually listen. Maybe because they're deaf or dumb. I don't know. Ah. It's always the pride thing with drummers, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. They just they're upset about being in the back. Yeah. yeah, you know, any man, like, you work really hard, you see a bunch of people get more attention than you, it would probably bother some men. Does it bother you? You know, I'm not going to sit here and completely bullshit you, because most people probably would. There's, like, a tiny bit, you okay. know what I mean? There's, yeah. like, a drummer thing where, like, you wonder huh? what I would do with that soapbox. <laughs> <or some shit. laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but, like, at the same time, like... The other, like, 80%, 90% of it, like, I'm straight, like, being back there. I like, I like, like, being the dude in the back, kind of. You know, it, like, it's easier for me. I could just be, like, chilling, be high. I don't have to be, like, some, like, voice for something. Like, I can kind of say whatever the fuck I want, and it doesn't make a difference. You don't have to come up with witty repertoire. Yeah. Well, sure. and I don't have to be the guy, like, because when people from labels meet the band or something... You know, they yeah. have to say hi to me, like, legally. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't really give a fuck, you know. To them, I'm, I'm interchangeable as fuck, you know. So that's, like, how it is. Well, we're stoked to have you here. Thank you so much for joining Dang, us. I'm on really happy. Oh, wait, I have to give him his yeah. present. I forgot. Oh, yes, Ooh. yes. I got oh, wait, you. we were going to do this thing. Uh, long story short, I Bloomies, huh? Wait, it's our 100th episode. 100th episode, and uh, What's my, I had just moved into a house. Well, you I can tell, tell them what happened while I have to yeah, find his present. Hold on. Just yeah, you, Stephen. Can you explain what happened? Mike's hot water heater exploded um, because he decided to leave Montclair, and Montclair was angry. So uh, he wrapped a whole bunch of gifts of things he found in this his basement. Deep, this, was stuff, this is stuff from. This is like stuff I salvaged out of my basement. Uh, but I figured we are not like Oprah who can give you like a car. But we have, don't have the budget. But this could be at least cool for you guys. This is cool. This is stuff I salvaged out of my basement. It's a blockbuster DVD of the uh, of Big Lebowski Lebowski that I never returned. (laughs) But that's a lot of late fees on that motherfucker. It's expensive. Oh, that's so So good. It's not cheap, and it's from Lynnhurst, New Jersey, where I rented it, where my wife and it's a five day rental. It's it's a it's a piece of history, and I hope you. I know you'd appreciate it because it says jurors on it. That's too fucking funny. I used to work at a video store too. So and then this one is everywhere, dude. I this, told you, I had mad jobs, man. This is not necessarily stuff people are going to use, but they are going to love. It's, it's a, my Bon Jovi it. New Jersey cassette New Jersey tape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just thought it meant something special. That's and, yeah. awesome. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Oh, that's so punk. Betty, thank you for joining us. Betty Horowitz, ladies and gentlemen. You can exit stage right. Yay! All right. Uh, please welcome to the stage. She's going to be performing later. She wasn't going to be here before, but something happened, and now she can arrive. We are very happy to have her. Please welcome Laura Stevenson. Yeah. Yay! Hello. Mike, Laura, Laura, Mike. Hello. Oh, we're very happy to have you here. 
Um, the last time we had you here, you had long, luxurious locks, and oh, this yeah. haircut is divine upon you. Oh, thank you. I've been looking at uh, websites on how to gracefully grow it out. Really? Yeah. <laughs> how, long, how long has it been this short? Uh, since July. Oh, wow. Right on. Yeah. What do the websites say about doing it gracefully? Um, there's a lot of, like, little, like, it kind of, like, makes you look like when people want you to know their baby is a girl. Like, all the things are, like, a like I'm unaware bands, of this, and I have earrings. two girls. <laughs> you know, oh, I get thing. it. The kid's hair is too short, and you can't tell it's a girl. Yeah, you know what so to say. I'll, like, wear earrings and, like, a headband, and then I feel like I just look Pink. like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steven, you don't get pissed. Like, somebody, uh, we've had, like, my daughter's hair is just coming in. She's two, and she, like, someone will be, like, at a store and be, like, Hey, your boy. And she's in, like, literally, a, it's a girl shirt and, like, hearts and pink. And someone would be like, your boy, listen, nice dude, your boy. And I'm like, my fucking daughter. Like, you get pissed. You know? <laughs> so you want to, like, put shit in. She doesn't like wearing the stuff in her hair. No one likes wearing the things. <laughs> yeah, you don't want Yeah, it's, it's the battle. It's, it's going to be a that. whole future of that for, like, the next year if I plan on going through with this grow out. So, so what <laughs> Pretty occur- boring. <laughs> no, not in the slightest. Okay, great. There are hair care professionals in the audience. I can vouch for one of them. <laughs> Uh, what occurred that, I mean, it was, it was, it was an awful tease. You're going to be here and you're going to perform and we were stoked. And then you were like, nope. And then we wept <laughs> and then, but now you can perform again. So I hope it wasn't too dismal a, a cancellation for no, you. No, I'm, I'm happy to be here. We were going to play a college. We just moved upstate. So college. we're living. Yeah. And the college shows, here's the thing with college shows. They give you a lot of money. So you're like, sweet. But it, you're also dealing with an 18 year old. Who's like, come play my college. I'll give you like a million dollars. They never do. <laughs> that's how they all talk. And like a week before the show, they're like, oh, I didn't get funding. I forgot to send emails because I'm 18. So that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. So that's basically what happened. But You didn't drive all the way up there and figure it out, though. No, no. We live like seven miles from the campus. We just moved up to Rosendale, New York, which um, is... A big I'm unfamiliar. hike. It's like right near New Paltz. It's like in the Hudson Valley, like right okay. off the throughway. But yeah, so it's like definitely a big change from living in Bushwick, but it's I nice so far. What What's they- your typical day like in Rosendale? You just like play guitar and. <laughs> you want to really know? Yeah. I All do. right. Hold on. Wait up. a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Go. I wake up, I take out my mouth guard. <laughs> are you a grinder do you grind your teeth you I, grind? Grind. I swear to god i have yeah. to wear it that's the worst yeah. and they're expensive you can't no. lose those no i've lost them i not only that, i boiled one to begin with to like clean it once because i dropped it and oh, you melted ocd it. and then yeah and i melted yeah, it and then, <laughs> you dropped it because it. you have ocd no i dropped it and then i had to clean it because i dropped it just pour it some mouthwash yeah, that's what gross. i do i did that and then they told me not to do the mouthwash let's we could do this another place your mouth what are you guys don't worry about it uh, Why is my mic on? Anyway. It's, it's, uh, okay. You remove your mouth guard. I remove the mouth waking. guard. I remove the earplugs because there's birds now. There's birds outside my window and I can't sleep. So I have earplugs too. I have like a whole situation. And it's very also very cold. And it's oil heat, so we have to keep refilling the oil heater. And that's very expensive, so we keep it on like 55. What was the impetus to leave? Warm, no birds. I don't know what happened. Well, because, well, I didn't really expect this winter to be like this. So I was like, like, everything's going to be great. I'm going to be like, uh, I don't know, like a country living, get down to my roots, not watch so much TV. But I'll I'll wake up and then, you know, after the earplugs come out and everything and I go downstairs, I put on like Downton Abbey or whatever. I have my boyfriend download (laughs) me for me the the night before and I just watch all the shows. And that's how the day you starts. You start your day with Downton Abbey? <laughs> well, I'm on, I'm on episode nine now. That's a dour way now, to begin. So, yeah. 
<laughs> it's pretty bad. And I don't really even watch it. I'm like on my phone and it's on in the background. And then maybe I'll have breakfast later. But it's, yeah, that's pretty much, that's been like the past like four months. <laughs> There's no children in this scenario, right? Oh, no, no, no. And that is delightful. Yeah. It's a wonderful right. day. <laughs> it's pretty good. I don't go outside. <laughs> no livestock. But yeah, maybe like eventually I'll start going outside. Do you have land? Do you have acreage? Is there gardening? Um, we got like a backyard, but it's so much snow, can't even look no. at it. Well, now, no, I didn't imply, but. No, but yeah. And apparently there's some trails you could walk on, so maybe that'll happen later. <laughs> When everything melts. But right now, I'm just, like, snowed in. Apparently, and... You have the worst real estate person ever. There's, <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking, I don't know. <laughs> you can make them if you stomp hard enough. That'll be $400,000. You can see your breath in the kitchen. You can, because it's very cold in there. But the rest of the house is, like, medium Were you freezing. aware of the process of having oil heat? By the way, this is where it gets sexy. Uh, yeah, like my hot water heater exploded. <laughs> yeah, nobody yes. cares. But it's, you know, light some knock chomp and remove oh, the panties, goodness. folks. No one, tell, no one tells you that. When I didn't know, I thought when a hot water heater stopped working, it just like, the shit's cold and it's not working. And then they're like, no, it explodes. And then you're, all your shit is going underwater again. That's insane. And then you can give it away to people at your podcast. Well, that's the good part. It's better to give. Um, Sounds so, good uh, to me. To, is, uh, so is songwriting happening right up there was that why you moved up to this this lonely hermitage yeah well also it's like so much cheaper and uh i was getting kind of like crazy living in bushwick and i always stepped in poop and i was tired of it and uh i don't know <laughs> gotta get anyone to leave <laughs> yeah i've so stepped much in poop. enough feces so much poop and i lived in like a loft building it was kind of like the mckibben lofts remember the mckibben loft so that was like everybody had bed bugs and there's shows all the time and that's kind of like the building i lived in did you have bed bugs no, thank God. But it's the first thing that came up in, in Google was like Tea Factory. That was the name of the loft building. Bed bugs. That's the first thing that came up. But that's kind of what happens with all hotels in New York. Um, uh, so are you writing some uplifting music up there? Um, no, no. It's all really bleak. Yeah. I haven't really seen the sun, so I've got a lot of just like actual, just natural depression on top of just whatever situational I had before that. It's not good, but it'll be fine, I think, probably later. What was the situational depression that inspired the songwriting? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I don't know. You listen to the songs, they're terrible. I mean, nice little melodies, but it's pretty sad. Not, I'm not selling it. No. I'll play later. You it's guys will <laughs> Compliment drug. You've heard America. Fuck you. I've heard your record. Like, Dan Ozzy, Dan is here. Dan, where are you? Wave your arms. I mean, he said, like, your record of 2013 was, like, the most punk album. And, and then he just said, and not even... Jonah. What? I stole that line from Jonah. Oh, then Jonah Bayer said, Laura Steve says the most <laughs> punk album. Thanks, we, both, we both said that, yeah. <laughs> and, like, I mean, was that... How do you respond to such a thing? Punk. How do I respond to punk? I don't know. I grew up in punk, so I, that's really, like, all I know. But I kind of... I feel like I disappoint maybe fans of, like... Other bands I've been in that are like, oh, what does her band sound like that she's doing herself? And it's not punk, but like, I think that the spirit's there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Real anti, like, happiness. <laughs> are you, like, you pro conspiracy? Because I, I did read that you said something about not believing uh, in the moon landing. Well, I don't know. I like, listen, I'm a huge space nerd and I'm a huge, but I like to hear every, I'm also a conspiracy theory nerd. So what's your. I can't back it up with any, like, 
impassioned argument. Like, I have, like, really nothing that I'm letting that ride on. I'm just like, yeah, probably not. I don't know. <laughs> I'll say whatever, <laughs> whatever I'm thinking. But I really do think, uh, I don't know, I watched, well, I watched Room 237. That was the movie about The Shining, right? It was Room 237. Did you guys see mm-hmm. that? Yeah. And then I was just, like, super convinced after I saw that movie. And then that I started Coop, reading Coop, a lot of Stanley shitty. Stanley Kubrick yeah. directed The Moon Landing, right? Yeah. And so then I started reading a lot of, like, crazy conspiracy theorist blogs about it, and I got pretty convinced, as you do when you read crazy conspiracy theorist blogs about anything. Because everything on the internet is authenticated. So you're very influenced by what you see. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm, like, super influenced by anything crazy. (laughs) I I just learned that, uh, it's a true story, that Buzz Aldrin uh, was accosted by a man who was a a moon-landing conspiracy theorist. He insisted that, that, that it was all faked. And he was running around with a Bible, and he was going up to random astronauts and saying, I need you to swear on this Bible that you landed on the moon. And, and a friend of mine is, is a big, uh, it's true, uh, is, a, is, a, is a big uh, space nerd. He collects, like, astronaut um, autographs. I'm right and, here. I know. I know. <laughs> no, not, not you. <laughs> this guy, like, he, like, donates to the Dulles uh, Space Museum out, out in Dulles, part of the Smithsonian. And... Um, I said, is it true that Buzz Aldrin was accosted by this guy? And he said, not only is it true, this guy ran up to Buzz Aldrin, and however old he is now, and said, I need you to swear in this Bible. And Buzz Aldrin reared back and punched him square in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Which, whether he landed or not, is pretty awesome. That is pretty cool. All right, maybe I changed my mind. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it takes. (laughs) Really. Uh, what makes a good band name? Because the Cans is a good band name because it confused me. Because I was like, oh, Cans, that's interesting. Yeah, and you're no, like, it's no, a terrible band name. <laughs> well, no, you were like, as in Can Do. And I was like, oh, shit, now I feel dumb. No, it's a terrible band name. I'm phasing it out, but it just keeps creeping back. Really? Can't get rid of it. How do you yeah. phase out a band name? You can't because if you're uncomfortable all the time, like I am, then you don't know how to say, like, this is me and my friends and this is what we call ourselves because... I think band names in general are just, like, awkward and embarrassing because, like, naming something is weird. Mm-hmm. Not true? No, trust me. We went through a couple you of different You have to name versions. your child. That was, well, that's easy. You just let the mom do it. That's oh, funny. okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just have, like, a hard time being, like, this is this. I have a hard time saying my name in the band name. That's also, really? like, super awkward. The Stephen part? Because that's a terrible. It's the Stephen part, yeah. Fucking lame. lame. I just Ugh. see you. Really? <laughs> Every time I say my last name. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, I hate the word the cans. I wish it was not part of it, but I can't not say it when we're playing, so I don't know what's going to happen. How does the rest of the band feel? Oh, they don't care. There's one here. They don't have to say anything. There's one. Mm-hmm. one How do you can. feel about it? Oh, I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you say that now, dozens of people are listening right now. I, I think I've tried uh, that. It doesn't work. Making yourself a collective? Yeah. I, I completely back that. Doesn't more work of that. out. <laughs> we are Laura. Holy shit. Anyone can be. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that. You just have to live in a place with bad heating. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But no bed bugs. Bed bugs gone. No bed bugs. Yeah. No fear of bed bugs up there. But, you know, I don't know. I'm still not going to pick up furniture from the side of the road. No. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Uh, aside from having the most punk record of 2013, what are you shooting for in 2014? Like more hardcore or <laughs> yeah, skiffle? probably, probably um, industrial. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like how so? Uh, just a lot of jackhammers. Okay. And stuff like that. Like Einsterzenda, yeah. Laura Einsterzenda and das Cans. Mm-hmm. And das Cans. That's post-industrial. Yeah. Oh, oh is it? the jackhammers are post. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. Well, yeah. Nerd. (laughs) Why would you shatter her dreams right now? (laughs) No, we're going on tour with Against Me uh, in like two weeks, and that's going to be happening. And then we're going to Europe, and then I guess recording a new album. It's a lot of Laura on that tour. It's going to be a lot of Laura. And Laura has challenged me to an arm wrestling match to decide who is the truest Laura of all. So Don't take that back. <laughs> I've, been, I've been doing push-ups and stuff. I'm getting ready. Yeah. Wow. It's now, gonna uh, go down. going on tour with Against Me, would you guys ever want to do something together? Well, I would like to hear that. Uh, I've been thinking. I didn't run this by anybody, but... Uh, Now's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to the song One Headlight the other day by the Wallflowers, and I was like, wow, this is pretty much the perfect song. I'll take the first verse. Laura, <laughs> I'll take... I mean, I'm, and I've got it all mapped out, it's so hopefully song. that'll happen, like, supergroup thing on the tour. I don't know what she's going to say. The cans and against me doing One Headlight? Yeah, I think it's awesome, and our, yeah. and our keyboard player has, like, a perfect organ sound for that, like, sweet Mellotron. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. I'm really excited about it. <laughs> Don't te- this is amazing. I do love that song. You know, when they played that on the Grammys Fantastic. years and years ago, Springsteen asked to sing that with Jacob Dylan. Really? And came on and Oh, I gotta performed. see that. Video. You could YouTube it. Yeah, I'm gonna. There's Wi Fi here, we can do it now. <laughs> it really is the perfect song, I think. When that when the organ comes in, mm-hmm. nothing better than that. But why would he be a songwriter if your dad's Bob Dylan? Like what no, do you anything else? Yeah. Join a union. <laughs> but he's good and he's dreamier, I'd say, than Bob. Well, can I say that? Yeah, I, I think we know it. I don't <laughs> think you have to say it. That's really dreamy. Why. That's why I became a songwriter. <laughs> yeah, the poetry is in his eyes. You don't really have to think about the words uh, so much. Uh, let's list all his other hits. Uh, one, two, three, Marlena's. Uh, what's the other one on that record? The first, second, and third. I think like up till track five. Six it's super five. awesome. Yeah, that's the one. Thank you. That's that the first one. Awesome. That's a really good record until like track like six. <laughs> Falls off. The wallflowers portion of the podcast has begun. <laughs> Get your drinks now. <laughs> How am I doing? Am I good You're at this? Doing awesome. <laughs> okay. You don't need to be good. It's a podcast. Okay, great. Um, um, so, Cans uh, going on tour. And then when you say you're going to record, are the songs ready? Do you have them ready? Or do you record? Or do you like to write on the road? Are you inspired from touring? No, I can't write. All right, on the next road. question. <laughs> uh, yes, and um, no, no, I'm actually terrible. I was trying to continue the conversation by giving you a yes and, but no, I'm shutting, I'm cutting a, you off at the knees. Because you took a class at the UCB. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes, oh, it's okay. Harold, it's all okay. the time. <laughs> Stephen did a bunch of. I did some. Stephen did some. Oh, yeah, I know you some. were telling me about that. Yeah. We did. We 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 improved it up and obviously succeeded. <laughs> yes. Did very yeah, very well. Really well. <laughs> You got run off. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what do you mean? They chased you. They chased you off stage. How did I get run off? <laughs> we both took like two, three levels and we're like, this is hard. Yeah, I wasn't really, I don't know. I wasn't, I like being behind the scenes more. Mm. <laughs> As I say, up on stage. Totally. It seems pretty Clearly. terrifying. That's why I don't really talk between songs or if I do, I start talking about like what I ate that day or like how I'm doing gastrointestinally, like to an audience of strangers. So I kind of just try to keep it songs. It's funny, though. As an audience member, it's always really funny. Uh, well, I'm glad it is. <laughs> well, don't, don't hold back. How's the regularity? Um, you know, it, when someone new is introduced into my environment, 
it'll be days. Really? Without yeah. This is not this is not a this is not a small club. Yeah. Um. If we have like a visitor come stay with us, it's not gonna happen. No, no. Mm-mm. That's weird. It doesn't matter about the coffee or the fiber, right? Nothing. You can metamucil the fuck out of that until they leave the house. Yeah, no. Also Why I quit I quit coffee six days ago. How are you doing? Not good. No. <laughs> no. It only takes two to get it out of your that's what I hear, but I've been doing tea, so I'm like, caffeine's still in, but like, it's just nothing. And I went into Starbucks today, and it was like, smells good torturous. Oh, it <laughs> smells pretty good in there. But yeah, I'm just doing Lipton's, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. What helps me is like a anxiety and depression <laughs> helps me, oh, yeah. or stress. Uh, all of that together helps me. Be that regular. keeps the heart. Yeah, the regular. Heart rate up? Yes. Oh, regular. that helps like, with the regular. Like in the morning, where I'm like, eh, am I? Uh, I start thinking about things, and I'm like, now, yep. Now it's time. Time to go. <laughs> I've heard Downton Abbey in the morning is a good way to get the bowels. That's Downton what Abbey, I was yeah. hoping. That's kind of that why I do it every one, morning. Yeah. After that, it's Downton Abbey. Yeah. And then I have- Maggie Smith, an unlikely character death. Boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Should'll launch. What? Wait a second. Does she I don't die? Wa- I don't watch the show. I'm oh, just assuming. Jesus. Is that the last episode of the last season? I'm sure. halfway through I don't watch it. the fucking show. I, don't I watch knew the- she had I'm literally making this up. <laughs> Guys, this oh, is really? not what happened. I think all British okay. people die on the show. <laughs> she doesn't die. Thank you, guys. Yeah. All right, sweet. Good, she good. can't die because she has to leave her other job running Hogwarts. Oh yes, That's she's ex- my favorite part of that show. She's fantastic. Of course, old British ladies—they're mm. awesome. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good dame? It's true. Well, she's a dowager countess. If you want to get technical, ah, but yes. sure. Dowager. <laughs> delightful. Yeah. Uh, you are beyond delightful. Thank Aww, you so much for joining well, us. We look forward to you singing later today. Right. I have to uh, give her Oprah evening. gift. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Oprah gift time. Thank you, Oprah guys. Gift. You get I a rap thing. These are supposed to be you under your chair. Thing. It's so not Oprah because you're look, supposed to be under your chair. That's the reason why it's not Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, this is totally Oprah. You each get, everyone got two. So, yeah, that's your Do first I one. Do I get a... VHS from Blockbuster? I do! <laughs> Alright, that's the only other Blockbuster. I didn't return oh Monster goodness. Squad, but that's amazing. It's I my favorite movie. Squad. I knew you would. Oh, it's uh, my, one of my thank favorite you movies. so much. And then you also oh. get this as well. Oh, it's wow. not this weird or anything. Yeah, there is no, nothing not like good. visual shit on a podcast. <laughs> I know, it's the best. I do it every it's podcast, every live podcast. I'll do something visual. It's a gold. It's really oh. well. It's a drumstick that Courtney loved through off stage. I feel. I feel like you would love her. I do. Do you love seriously? Yeah. It was at a whole show. At one point, oh I thought I was going to make artwork out of shit people threw off stages, and then that was too much work. So I. This Thank is, you. You don't know. I love her. It, I wrote this on there awesome. the date of the show. It's <gasps> a whole and the date of the show. Oh, you're awesome. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Miss World, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you so much. Damn, man, you're making the rest of us look like dicks. Yeah. I came up yeah. with it. When my, if your hot water heater explodes, you go into like a deep depression, and then that's what I figured I could make. Right, I got like a I box can, of t-shirts in the back. We're going to throw out I the could, whole crowd when we're done. So, boom, I'm cool, too. I could bring... I could bring. I didn't know, honestly, that that was going to go over that. It's really not, you know, it's a VHS of the Monster Squad that I didn't return either from that's Black pretty Monster. pretty cool. People don't even were, you, were you so psyched when they went out of business? Yeah, for real. I had a lot. No, but they were like, how about this late fee? I was like, the one I'll never pay. It's awesome. They're going to go out of business. Eventually, you may yeah. go out of business. Our next guest is very psyched to find out what he's going to get from Mike Canjemi. He's also playing later today. Uh, please welcome Chris Farron from Fake Problems. Yay! Yay! Do you want your gift now? Of course. No, you don't get it. Shut up. Do you want to change uh, it? No, I think we should do it at the. Or, I don't uh, know. You could change it up. 
supposed to be under the chair. I should have been doing Don't that. Don't shut up. It'll be Go fine. Ahead. Continue. Okay. It's uh, under your chair. So when Laura couldn't make it, she immediately said, oh, my God, but Chris is in town. And we're like, please, yes, get him here. So thank you very much for joining here us. Here I am. Thank you for having me. Yeah. No. And where were you coming here from? Florida. Sunny ah. Florida. Oh. Woo, woo. No snow ever. No. I uh, know. What part of Florida? Naples, Florida. Is that in the top? It's to the bottom. Okay. All the way at the bottom. I'm unsure of geography. Yeah. Um, me too. No, but you know where you are now. <laughs> and you've uh, been here all week. How are you enjoying it? Great. Love yeah. it. Love New York. What's it feel like to have... <laughs> Period. We've never met before. <laughs> What's it feel like to have a T-shirt you made be pulled out on the Tonight Show? Uh, it was very scary, and I and I uh, and I loved it also. Did you have, did Can you, you have, explain that yeah, maybe to people? A little who, backstory. So I made a shirt that says "The Smiths" on it, and then it has a picture of Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith, Jaden Smith, <laughs> and uh, Willow Smith. Um, and then two, three nights ago, four nights ago, Monday. On the Tonight Show, I was just watching it, and Will Smith was on it, and I was like, wouldn't it be fucking cool if he, <laughs> he came out with the shirt on or something? And so I'm just watching it in bed, and then Jimmy Fallon pulls out a regular Smith's shirt, and then I'm like, what is going on right now? <laughs> this is crazy. And then pulled out the shirt that I made, and uh, I was just like... My girlfriend was asleep next to me, and I'm just staring at the screen like, oh, my God. And then one of my friends, my friend Jeff, called me, and uh, I don't even remember if we had a conversation or anything. I'm just, like, still just staring at it. And then, like, I got the most text messages I've ever gotten. <laughs> which was the goal. Yeah, and then a lot of uh, PayPal notifications, oh, which yeah. is really cool. <laughs> Nice. The ironic T-shirt of the year is here. Yeah. What was your inspiration for doing it in the first place? Um, I just uh, I made like a tweet that was just it just said the Smiths with a picture of them, and I was like, that's funny. And uh, uh, and then I was like, maybe I should do that on a shirt. And then like every idea I've ever had, I go, no, you're an idiot. Don't do that. <laughs> and then I I uh, had some conversations with my therapist and uh, decided to actually do it. And uh, there you go. Wait, go back. So <laughs> you're in therapy, yeah. which I applaud. I, I yeah. go weekly, uh, sometimes via FaceTime. Ooh. And uh, you discuss this T-shirt idea with your therapist? Yeah, why not? No, that's, no, they can't legally take the rights from it. <laughs> Where they like, the like believe in yourself, Chris. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. She's like my little coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to make a Will Smith family T-shirt, you do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then Adam was showing me the other day the blankets. Oh yeah, I'm in like a blanket war with some of my friends. Um, my friends in this band, Modern Baseball, made a blanket of just one of my Instagram pictures of myself, and uh, and sent it to me. And I was like, oh my god, it's like one of them holding it. And then I was like, oh my god. And then I made a blanket of him holding the blanket of me. <laughs> and so, yeah. And then, so the ball's and, in and their court. The, that is incredible. Have they made one of a blanket of them you hold? Not, I don't even not know. Not yet, not yet. I don't yeah. know. They say, oh, we're coming back real strong, so. <laughs> wow. see. I, I thought I was buzzed, but now I'm feeling like I'm a little bit on acid. Yeah. <laughs> blanket wars will do that. How does, how does one construct a blanket? Like Walmart.com. <laughs> What? 40 bucks, walmart.com. 
<laughs> it's Walmart? Yeah, baby. It's only 40 bucks? <laughs> yeah, 40 40 To make a blanket bones. of a blanket? You're, yeah. You're Whoa. supporting evil with kitsch? <laughs> 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 we can bleep out Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Wow. And then it's like five bucks for shipping or ten bucks for express shipping, and I always get express shipping because yeah. I'm like, I want to see this immediately right now. Yeah. Because you're yeah. cold. Because who needs health insurance? Um. Wow. Okay. So uh, then you took your Smith shirt and created a another one. Oh yeah. And then I also it was like a so I felt pretty good about myself for like a week and. Uh, so I made a shirt. It's a great therapist, by the way. <laughs> I made a, sh- a a shirt of a picture of me wearing the Smith shirt, and I and I sell those on my website as well. <laughs> and it says Chris Farron on top, the same way it says the Smiths on top of the other one. And what do you, what do you call that shirt? Oh, the uh, thank you, Brian. Chris Farron Inception shirt. Someone up, Brian. Oh. I- and then I got another one coming that my friend Dan Ozzy made that says Chris Farron in the black flag font, and it's just me four times <laughs> like the black flag bars. Uh, <laughs> put me down. I want one of those. That's amazing. Yeah, that's a great shirt. You know, it'd be awesome if everybody can get one of those of themselves too. You'd be yeah. like, maybe that's the. Way oh yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm in. I'm here for ideas. Yeah, so thank you. You. Uh, got, Dan, you can keep. Uh, it. You're like his therapist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here, uh, this fucking some cyclical shit. Dan Yemen from Painted Black and Lifetime, who is a goddamn therapist. Um, he has a black flag shirt. Beamer, back me up. It's a uh, black flag, but it's the. Um, it's the Louis Vuitton symbols inside it. <laughs> Probably the greatest black flag shirt ever made. That's awesome. Um, that's how I kill a mood. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, you have a lot of photos of you with punk celebs. Yep. Um, it's kind of your thing. Who's mm-hmm. your, who, what are you most proud of? As far as, like, punk celebs, I guess Chuck Reagan would be, like, the yeah. holy grail of most punk celeb person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I have, like, regular celebs, but... You have a very loose definition cool. of celebs, I think, which whoa, I like. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Maybe not, so. not Chuck, but I mean... You guys realize <laughs> like that if me. we ever do get... Chuck on the podcast, it will be the end of the podcast. Yeah, we talk about this. Is so like much. a theme. We for always those talk of you about that, him. No, no, yeah. We did talk a lot about Chuck because we've all met him at one point. And we're like, <laughs> 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 and he goes, "What?" And he's awesome. <laughs> amazing. Uh, who are some non-celebs you've had pictures with? Non-celebs. Well, I mean, you just. You, I think they're all celebs. celebs. Oh, okay, then who are they? I like. I like mm. your inclusive. Yeah, I'm trying to think of probably the. I don't want to like call out who the least famous person I've ever taken. <laughs> That's a like really of, fucked like, up question. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> We're right. Here. Well, I, was, I was following up. Oh, with I took like... a picture with my mom. Uh, here's a pic of me with dear friend and mother to the stars, Peggy Farron. <laughs> <laughs> I, I adore that. That's delightful. Yeah. Your, what's your mom like? She sounds awesome. She's great. Her name's Peggy Farron, and she's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> she's my mommy. Yeah, it, she's it, cool. That's the best business card you could give her for Christmas, by the way. <laughs> so what are you what are you working on here? Just demoing stuff? I'm or? making like a an EP with my friend Jeff Rosenstock from Bomb the Music Industry right there. Yes. Cool guy. Yeah, we're just making like a cool power pop weasery EP together. Oh, <laughs> and we also are starting a podcast, to, or have started a podcast together. Hold on, I want to make sure I edit this right. <laughs> <laughs> Called Back to the Island, and it's just us. We watch a, just a random episode of Lost. We, we were, like, super into Lost before, and then, like everybody, like, mortified at the ending. 
And so now we're just rewatching it all out of order and just talking about it. So the first episode is just me and him going, what is that guy? He's, uh, how does it, what happens later? This, this is the best idea I've ever fucking heard. Yeah. And then this once, is what Steven wanted to do with this podcast before I came on board. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of what it is a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so how angry were you? Oh, so angry. So, so, so we were recording. What's worse, the finale of House or the finale of Lost? I don't know. Mm. I've never seen House. Who said, oh, House. House? Oh, no. House um, had a finale? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought that show was still on, to be honest. <laughs> I did too. I was so upset. We were recording. I got into fights with friends about it. Oh, yeah, we were recording. I had a shirt on that said, I am so excited for Lost <laughs> when I was watching it. <laughs> and then... And then I was like, oh my fucking back. God. And then uh, uh, my friend Casey, we were all so pissed off. And he like took my shirt and he wrote sucks on the bottom of it. <laughs> so it says, I, I am so excited for lost sucks on my shirt. That makes no sense, but it's so right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a big bummer. Bummer. God, it was such a bummer. Yeah, it's like, I, stunk. I, I, I got into like a fight with a friend of mine who then said something that was a quote from the episode. And I thought he was making fun of me. And then we got into this big, he's like one of my best friends in the world. So I can't believe you'd bring this to Twitter. And I'm like, I can't believe we're doing this. This is so stupid. It's a TV show. <laughs> God, I was angry. Yeah, it was it was a bummer. So uh, when does the podcast begin? Oh, Wednesdays at nine, like Lost. Yeah, well, Wednesdays right at nine, like Lost. <laughs> Wednesdays at nine, like Lost. So will your finale suck? Uh, no, it'll yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, gotta say true. Yeah. <laughs> what could they have done to make it better? More Claire, I think. More Not Claire. made it. Oh, it was a. Uh, they're all dead. Yeah. Just done anything else but that. <laughs> I think they got in too deep. Like, yeah. I don't think well, there's certainly. any way. They, they were introducing characters. They should have been wrapping stuff up. But they could have done anything else. They yeah. could have... Oh, God. Wait, I don't know. Fi- I, never, I didn't watch Lost. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. They're all dead. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, spoiler. <laughs> yeah, it's been enough time if you haven't watched it by now. <laughs> We're going to do that, but we're going to do it with uh, Battlestar Galactica and just be conflicted about the finale and not just angry about it. Mm, I, I okay. liked it. I liked the finale. I yes, never, this is the problem. The show. Oh, my God. Oh, dude, I just saved your life. It's awesome. You saved, thank you it's so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Tell Peggy. I will. And your therapist. <laughs> uh, do you guys have a name for your EP? Uh, the band is called Antarctica Vespucci, the guy who uh, discovered Antarctica. Wow. <laughs> I would like you to not do that. <laughs> Any anything but that. All right. All right, whatever. All right. Sure. We'll switch it. That is the hardest damn thing. Like fake problems. I think that's a good band name. Like, yeah. I, I back it's that. Taken. <laughs> there goes our recording. <laughs> there goes our deal with hopeless. Fuck. So you guys, when is when can people hear this? Oh, I don't know. We're going to finish it and pretty much put it out, I think. So Awesome. Within the next month or so. Yourselves? You going to kickstart that noise? No, we're just going to boop, boop, pop it out. Wow. Yeah. Just all, all digital or are you going to put it on physical stuff? I don't know. you going to do it on cassette because that's really in and not yeah, annoying at all. Maybe, maybe so. It's not even stupid. No, he's saying no. No, we're absolutely not doing <laughs> and that. And you, you might be getting one as your gift. Oh, Wow. <laughs> I'm bringing back the cassettes. I don't know. Why would you do that? It's the worst goddamn format. I guess just to piss people off. Well, okay. Well, that that I understand. That I back. Uh, What's going on with Fake Problems? Uh, We just recorded a bunch of songs with Ted Hutt, the guy who did our last record, and some Gaslight records. Um, 
and we're just they're being mixed now and we might make them into like two eps or something we're just trying to figure that out you know we met uh in, in, in very weird circumstances do you remember that a car commercial or something car commercial yeah <laughs> i was working for chevy uh-huh. and doing a, a very odd little like music show for chevy uh surrounding this car the chevy cruise mm-hmm. punk stuff totally <laughs> punk. totally punk um and uh we we made a T-shirt. It all comes back to yeah. merch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we made a T-shirt for Mark Beamer for the wonderful shirts for a cure. And uh, uh, if you don't support, you oughta. Um, yeah. And we ran over a television shirt and a television shirt. What the <laughs> fuck is that? Um, the band television. A T-shirt. That's Doctor Whiskey talking. <laughs> um, uh, ran over a shirt with the car, and that became the fake problem shirts for cure shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. It was. It was, cool. It, was more, it was actually more of an excuse to get you guys to come by. Yeah. It was a fun time. we were fans. Um, had you ever been involved in creating a T-shirt in such a weird way, running over it with a car? No, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. No. How about since? No. Absolutely mm. not. No. <laughs> right. Do you make just a lot of shirts just for fun? What? Do you make a lot of shirts like whenever like a TV finale is on or some kind of event is happening? Uh- <laughs> Just that lost one, really. Yeah. 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 What's cooking? What's in your head right now? What T-shirt are you going to create next? Well, I got the, the Chris Farron Black Flag bars right, right, right. one coming. I, 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 I'm out of ideas. Make up one now. Oh, my God. Uh, just another just one with me on it? Okay. <laughs> That's all I want. Well, you, but, you, <laughs> you made one with Heather also, right? Uh, yeah. The, my spirit animal is a goth teenager. That shirt. So, <laughs> how's that? How's that moving? You moving a lot? Of move, move some units. Good, yeah, good, yeah. Good. It's pushing out there. It's nice. pretty cool. You silk screen them yourself? Uh, no, absolutely not. No, you Walmart. You you Walmart that? Yeah, we, we get them from Walmart. <laughs> no, it's Target. We keep it conflicted. We don't know. Yeah, I thought about making a shirt of Jimmy Fallon giving Will Smith <laughs> the shirt. I don't know. Maybe I'll make a really small run. See how it goes. <laughs> I think you need to do that immediately. Me too. Uh, Chris Fran, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks and for we look forward me. to hearing you yeah. play later. Right, right on. Right. Here here podcast, where everyone here has one. It's his Oprah present. Oh, your present. Yeah, yeah, I have to open on these. Oh, you this actually is, put it, it under the seat this time. This, it's under the seat like Oprah. It's not a car, I swear. Under the seat. Stop saying Oprah. Well, it's the only thing I know that she does. <laughs> what is this? Uh, that's oh, I forgot that. That's a voice changer that can turn your voice into a monster Scream. or an alien. Wait, yeah. So you can use this on stage. Wait, I, it works. I did it today. Wait. How do you do it? You tra- turn it to monster. It translates again alien. so well to a recorded I medium. Do- yeah, now you can do and put the speaker up and talk into the little part. Hello. <laughs> and I was gonna cool. mention the scream, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like you uh, work that into your live show. Somewhere. And then what's this? And it's a, this is a, just I felt like <laughs> you would enjoy this. This again, I don't know if you will, but I thought you would. It's uh, tone low, lo- 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 loped after dark, loped after dark. <laughs> yeah, on cassette. Uh, it's pretty beautiful. Loped. What is loped. that? A spell? I don't know, but one side is the dark side, and one side is the low. Oh, conceptual. Side. Yeah. Wow. Cool. It's, look, the best it's part a piece of, of the art. Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Uh, Chris, thank you so much. We'll see you shortly. Thank you very yeah. much. Right on. <laughs> Do you, do you want to take this next one? Um, sure. Next up is from Saturday Night Live, my sister, Vanessa Bayer. Yay! Yay! You're sitting right over there. Before I forget, I wanted to ask Jamie to take some pictures so we can send them to our parents. Oh, yeah. Really good idea. <laughs> really good idea. 
good opener. Um, uh, aside from being awesome, aside from being on Saturday Night Live, if you have not seen Sound Advice with Janessa Slater, oh. a delicious program created by Vanessa and her brother Jonah, please do yourself the favor and watch this web series. It is so damn funny. How did it come about? Well, I think Jonah and I have, um, we have a similar sense of humor and like we... Very highbrow. <laughs> like, when we watch TV together, we'll, like, make fun of it and, like, say the dumbest stuff. Like, we're really into puns and stuff. Jonah's shocking. <laughs> well, Vanessa used to open for my bands when we would play in Chicago. Yeah. And, uh, like, we would play the Empty Bottle and she would get on stage and be like, Empty Bottle, more like Empty Club. Because there'd be, like, <laughs> no one there. And, like, make fun of the opening bands, like, while we were setting up. And, like... Like, I would do such dumb jokes, and, like, it was, like, all these punk kids, and they were so pissed off, because, like, they were expecting to just, like, see, like, like a, a band or, like, someone, I don't know. Do there something. were people in my band who were not into it. Yeah. Some, some were into it, but someone was like, so Vanessa's going to do, like, ten minutes, and then they'd be like, seriously, again? And I'd be like, listen, it's part of the deal. I'm in this band. It's one show deal with it and i got to do it for motion city that was so cool oh, yeah you introduced motion that city a, that was awesome that was like a super legit vanessa b vanessa b is my alter ego who tells bad jokes vanessa also did it at a house party i had yeah and no one and there were like a hundred people there and no one really knew who she was and she just made fun of everyone there <laughs> to be fair you didn't really it was sort of your roommates were having it was that my roommates party, having so the party like Nobody there really knew you either. Was, I've had some <laughs> weird living situations, yeah. Did, did you ever open for uh, the Whatever Dudes? No, I actually... The Whatever Dudes is before Jonah and I even had our own band, which is called Jam and Vibes. Yes. We, have we won't song. get into it too much because we really need to record We're working on album. We've recorded in about six or seven years, but it's all songs about our family. <laughs> and actually, it's like very niche. You can actually find it... <laughs> Yeah, you can find it online. On MySpace. You it is. On, we still have a MySpace page. <laughs> if you look up Jam and Vibes on MySpace, <laughs> and you can check out some pretty cute pics of us when we were little, too. And for those of you playing the home game, you can also look on YouTube for Whatever Dudes, and you can watch Jonah Bear rap. That was my rap group, the WD, in college. <laughs> it's freestyle. Most of it's about food. And, and it's we, awesome. wore, we wore snow pants, and, like, for some reason, I don't know why, we just had to wear snow pants it's on stage. It's some of the most awesome shit ever. Yeah. Um, so, genius. sound advice. How did that come about? Um, I think we just thought. <laughs> I think we just thought it would be funny to like be really condescending to bands, and it is so fun. And also, I feel like it's like comedians are like so think that musicians are the coolest, and I feel like musicians like comedy, like music, and musicians don't get to like show how funny they are a lot because they have to like be serious. That's my what I think. I'm not a musician, so I don't know that. No, you're right. Okay. That's it. There's some here. <laughs> so, like, it's fun because, like, I feel like all these bands are so funny and they, like, it's just, like, so fun. But it's, di- like, writing it is different than performing. Oh, my God. We always talk about this. Like, we did one with Ted Leo and Amy Mann and we had, like, some sort of, like... Fucking funny. N- none of it, none of it, it's like mean-spirited, a- but we had some stuff up front that was, like, their band's called The Both and we were, like, 
why are you called the both? Because you're both ready for, like, social security or something. <laughs> and they came in, and we don't really know them, and they were, like, reading it right before. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe we wrote that. Jonah like, they don't know like, us. What if they think we're just Jonah fucking was like, I'm going to run out. Like, yeah, I started, like, sweating, and I was like, I can't believe I did this. What if they hate it? And they're like, why did we come here? And, but they, they were Yeah, they were so great. They were such great. good sports. They're, and so, awesome. they're so funny, and they've they done so much stuff like that. Anyways, that stuff is a little, like. It is, like, we'll write it, and we'll be like, this is so funny. And then we'll, like, show it to the band, and we'll be like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but they're always. Good, so I think they wouldn't do it if, if yeah. they weren't. Good but you had a very funny it. episode with. They're all funny, but this one in particular with the wanted. Yeah. yeah. Where do you think they were all in on it? They, they were, but I think like to varying. Like I think they were really tired because they had been doing a lot of stuff that day, and I think it seemed it did seem like when we were taping it, some of them were like better informed yeah. about like what was happening than others. Like there were a couple. There were a couple of them that I felt. Like, but I think that was the best stuff. It was the best. Because the, the looks reaction. of confusion are like real expressions They're, of confusion. Yeah. Like, some of them had like no idea what was going them, on. Yeah. Did they yeah. think it, they thought it was legit? <laughs> no, I think they knew like we were, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure exactly what they thought. Like they, they basically got it. Especially that one guy, Jay, kept like being like, you guys got to like, like you guys got to act straight and like look really awkward and stuff. And they were all like, yeah. Like, but then, I don't know. Or, like, two of them were like, yeah, and the other two were like, what? We don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know exactly what they thought. I, I think they knew, but, like, they were, t- you know. Boy bands. They were tired and, like, but they were really good they sports were good about sports. it. They were tired. <laughs> uh, the episode, no, the No Effects episode hasn't aired yet, right? No. No, we're, no. we're editing it. We're working on that. Uh, it, that was so fun. I can only imagine. Yeah. Wait, you had to edit the No Effects episode? I don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> Don't bring it up. <laughs> we have footage of Mike that should not be seen. Don't, please don't. Please. No, we won't. We won't go there. Um, uh, what was it like? Had you, had you met those guys before? No. No. I, I mean, you know had. their music aside I from I knew Jonah? their music from Jonah driving me to high school. <laughs> was, that, was I always... We were always late, right? We were always late. <laughs> Vanessa was such a good student. And she had like a 4.9 like GPA. Which I don't even know how it's possible. She's in all AP classes. That's not. No, I think, Vanessa, what was your GPA? Because the reason it's possible is because... <laughs> See, it is possible. If you get an A... It's oh, something like AP If you get classes. an A in an AP class, it's like... You get an extra point five point on your GPA. Five or something. And then if you get an A plus, it's, I think, a five. So I think my GPA was over... It was. It was between four and five. It was, it was somewhere between very five. high. Wow. It was much lower I don't, than mine. Okay, I'm gonna. This is a braggy thing, but I, in high school, I never had below an A, an A minus in any class. It's, it's my final grade of like, of like, uh, like, like my s- semester grade was never below an A minus. But also, like, I had like I, you know. I, like, had leukemia, too, so, like, I felt like I had a lot to prove to the world. <laughs> but also, like, I was good at school. No, wait, hold yeah. on. <laughs> that, that doesn't mean you're going to get good grades, though. No, I just... I mean, I you were a lot hard. of valedictorians who were very healthy. <laughs> also, I was, like, maybe in the top ten. I was not even... About, I was, like... There were a lot of overachievers. A lot of eggheads. <laughs> yeah. in, in the cleave. Not me. I just, for the rest of my life, I had almost a five, but I also had leukemia, so <laughs> balance. <I> mean, <laughs> but, but it's amazing considering how late you were to school every day because of me. But 
I, that was actually my excuse, was that I had leukemia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, That's a very believable uh, excuse. <laughs> like an 18-year-old version of me being irresponsible. I never got yeah. in trouble, and you did, I think. Yeah, I got in trouble. I didn't care. Though. I had that out. <laughs> yeah. <but>. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, in the episode with both, with Ted Leo and Amy Mann, uh, Janessa, who I find delightful and cheeky, uh, refers to her, uh, forgive me, ex-boyfriend, Oh, Darren? Darren. <laughs> yeah, we just made that. That was improvised by Vanessa, that name. Darren. You just start shouting at your boyfriend who used to sell BMWs. Darren! So, so, for some reason, it's so funny to me to put a hard T at the end of the name. Darren. I make it Darren. <laughs> It was one of those moments where staring at my computer by myself, laughing out loud to no one. <laughs> it was divine. Like, I, is is someone going to be Darren? Please make that happen. Maybe we may explore the Darren backstory. We'll see yeah, where it we goes. Could. Yeah. We we have an episode coming up. I won't say with what band. Although I guess I could, but where we do have a cameo in it. Yes, we have a cameo in an upcoming episode. <laughs> so that's exciting. So, look out for that. <laughs> Um, what was it like? Uh, what was it like going? You were recently on Conan. Yeah. Oh my god. Super fun. Thank you. It was the most fun. It was like a dream. It was so fun because I interned there and I always wanted to do it, and it was like so fun. He was so nice. Um, a lot of the people that worked there when I was an intern in like 2003 were still there. I don't know that they necessarily remembered me like as an intern, but they were all like. Everyone, it was like so crazy. It was so, it was so awesome. Yeah, my wife was actually an intern at Conan. It's like, oh really? Yeah, it's so, so many people I know. It's like such a great experience. It must have been beyond thrilling to go yeah. back and be the guest. Yeah, it was so fun. Um, it was, yeah, it was great. It was just, I wish I had better. It was just like the coolest. No, when and you, he was so nice and was like, um, was saying that like sometimes like pe- like he was saying like there's interns that will come. There, it's there's a crazy number of. People that have interned at Conan that are like doing TV shows and stuff now. Yeah, John Krasinski was an intern. Like there. a million people from the office. Angela Ellie also Kemper, on that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Shailing. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Like it's like a, it's like a ton of people. What does he say like in between segments when you guys are talking? Maybe Chris is sure can answer this, but what is what is, what does he say to you? Um, is he like you're doing he great? He was just saying he was saying such nice stuff. He was like, I always wanted people to like have success out of my show and. And then we taught like like um, I don't know it was it's kind of a blur but it was always it was like really nice stuff. Now, how does that work? Is there a pre-interview? Does he like want to know what you might touch on? And the, there's like, a then pre-interview with off? like a producer. Like, okay. Yeah. Like like it was a few days before. So that, I had a friend yeah. who worked on Letterman, and he said that there's a pre-interview with Letterman, and Letterman people will tell you what you're going to talk about, but Dave can ask you whatever the hell he wants to, and he can just go off script and just let it go because. Letterman. Yeah. Is Conan pretty much stick to what's talked about? Um, I don't, I, I pretty, I mean, there, there were, he, yeah, Bless pretty you. much. I mean, I felt like they were like, I don't know, because I was like newer to, to doing talk shows. I think that, I don't know if they were more like gentle with me, but I feel like <laughs> I, I sort of knew what we were going to talk about. It, it went really quickly. Like there was a ton of stuff we didn't get to. What didn't but, you get to? Let's um, recreate that right now. Mike, be Conan. No. You could do that. So what didn't we get to uh, on our show? Conan's way better than me. Well, there there was a story. There was a story about that I had told this one producer about when I intern. It it was another story about when I interned at Conan that like 
the, Conan got nominated for an Emmy, and they the Burbank offices sent all this food over to New York, and they sent over like Cristal, and all the interns like went insane, and they were like, "This is what P Diddy drinks," and like it was so weird. It was like everyone, like all the interns, like lost their shit, and we're just like everybody get like some Cristal because like this is like this is what P Diddy drinks. <laughs> Did you get any? No, because I was like. I don't know, I was doing, I was busy. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I, it was just so crazy. That I, that wasn't a thing that I knew. And also, like, the way that everyone flipped out was like, it was just weird. But <laughs> the important question is, did you perform your duty and torture the interns while you were there as a guest? Really? No, I don't think I saw any interns really? when I was there. But I'm really that's nice not really to the... Vanessa's style. I feel really? like because <laughs> that's kind of you know I'm really nice to the interns at SNL, and the thing I th- I'd like to think I am, in general, and the thing that I always tell them when there's new interns, or I try to tell them, is that um, when you get coffee for people, it doesn't matter like how much milk you put in it, because that was a thing that used to just like that used to just like ruin me as an in like as, when I was an intern I, it, I would just get so stressed like when someone was like like get I want like a grande coffee with half and half I would like be putting the half and half in and I'd be like I don't know how much <laughs> and it always like it always stressed me out like so much and I now in retrospect like I so I always tell the interns like you can put as much and I I'm like now me. saying it to you it probably <laughs> they probably are like we didn't we weren't worried about that. <laughs> yeah, they probably are like, we got of, this. Yeah, it sounds sort of crazy now, but like I always make a point because I'm so worried it will stress them out. Do they, do they think you're making, like, how much did bit? you put in? I, like half from, a cup? No, I, I was just trying to, but like, you know how like when you, like when you order, you know some places you order coffee and you're, and they say, do you want milk in it? And you're like, okay, you're going to put it in. Okay. Um, <laughs> And then you're like, yeah, I, I want half and half. And then they give it to you, and it's like so little half and half. And you're just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, in their defense, like you like a lot. I do. That's you do. true. Oh. Yeah, but, but if I ever get coffee for Vanessa, like she'll like look at it and then like put in way more. <laughs> but like if it's from the interns, then I then I us- I'll take whatever because I already gave them that disclaimer, <laughs> so I can't go back on it. But but if but if it's but if it's like at a coffee place, it's like. Sometimes, like, when you want half and half and then you can't even taste it, you're like, uh, well, <laughs> this sucks, you know? So, um, I, I don't know. That, I don't know what I was saying, but I guess the point also is, like, why not just put the half and half and stuff, just let people do it themselves. Like, yeah, you have to refill it. That sucks, you know? <laughs> and I've never worked as a barista, so I feel like, you know... That's it. I know it's hard, and like I don't mean to like, but also just like make it. Also, it probably makes it easier on you because because you know just how much do you want room for milk? Yes, great. <laughs> I swear to Christ, I could listen to this all. <laughs> I don't even drink coffee. Oh, here's something I wanted to bring up. I don't mean to change the subject, but I wanted to say that I bet this audience thinks that I'm the only one on this stage that's ever been on an NBC show. And that's not true. <laughs> Steven, you've been on an NBC show. Have I? Does Keep going. 
I don't think I have. I think I think that the show that you were on was on NBC, and I'm not talking about the the reality show. Well, <laughs> no. I'm talking about California Dreams. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was that NBC? I think so. Because was yeah. Holy shit. Because Saved by the Bell wasn't. It was kind of a. It was kind of like the that new was Saved the, by the same crew. At Saved by the Bell? Yeah, the same crew of executive pedophiles put that together. Do you guys, do you guys know that Stephen was on Wait, California how Dreams? How don't I you know You did? This? You don't know, know this? this? And I've known... You know I was on California Dreams? Yeah. Will you tell us what your part was? <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's amazing. Um, uh, just a youthful man fresh out of school uh, with a theater degree. Uh, how old were you at Got this the point? role. I was 23 and uh, played the role of Boogie Boy the Surfer. <laughs> Can IMDb that shit? Uh, yeah, and they brought me back for four episodes, one of which was, um, uh, crap, there was another famous guest star on there. I can't remember her last name. Really drunk, blonde, Tara something. Yes, Tara Reed. Big Lebowski. Dingling $1,000. Yeah. All comes it. full circle. Jonah yeah. and I, I think, have tried to. Why would show... you bring that up now? I don't know. I just Stephen wanted Hayes. to talk about it because. I don't Your fascination see that for much. Peter Engel programming? Well, also, like, Jonah and I, I think, tried to look it up and watch clips, and I don't think... They don't can... exist. Yeah, it's really hard to find. You can't find it. They don't exist. What if I went to the Museum of T- Television? Oh, the... <laughs> First thing you'll find. I tried to look up the Boogie last... Boogie Boy, Ed Sullivan, Moon Landing. It's on a loop in the Hitler. lobby. Actually. I tried to look up the last episode of Dinosaurs at the Museum of Television. <laughs> Because you want to make yourself cry? <laughs> well, you can see the very end of it online, and it is so dark and does not match with the rest of the show no, at it's all. Fine. And also, I think I think we always thought, is this something I made up or is this real? <laughs> I think probably, you probably everything. made up, but let's hear it. The, the dad on Dinosaurs doesn't really... Like, because of what he does at the end, I don't want to equate him with our dad at all. But they're, like, similarities. And also, like, the Family Matters family and the Dinosaurs family are, like, very similar, right? And the dad on Family Matters reminds me of our dad, for sure. Do you Carl think Wins- so? Carl Winslow. Yeah, I could see. I mean, I could see that a little bit. I mean, there's some obvious differences. Your dad, Todd. <laughs> when I think of what your dad would look like, I think of Carl Winslow. Yeah. I mean, they both, have mus- they both have mustaches. And they're both, like, funny. Yeah. But they both have kind of, you know... Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I never really... I mean, like, I never really thought about it. Anyways, the ending of Dinosaurs, I don't want to get... I guess spoilers are, like, not a cool thing. I think we all know what happened to the dinosaurs. (laughs) Yeah, but did you know that that's in the last episode and that they make it be the dad I don't think how these people are aware there was a show called Dinosaurs. If you Google last episode of Dinosaurs, like, you're you're probably like, oh, they're they're all going to, like, be like, well, that was fun. You know, like, they'll all be like having fun and like eating cake or no, something. No, they all die horribly. Well, car- well, it's like they try and give you a lesson about how like you have to be kind to the earth because and I haven't seen the beginning of the episode but I'm inferring this from the last like five minutes that like the dad whose name, I don't remember what his name is. We'll the- say Carl. What is it? Sinclair. No fucking way. Is- That's the last name. Okay. So- but Thank the you for da- defining our audience. <laughs> The dad, like, is, like, he works at, like, a power plant or something, yes. and he's try- he tries to, like... Um, As most dinosaurs he tries do. To, yeah, right. <laughs> he yeah. tries to, like, expand it, and he expands it into, like... 
some kind of wild like breaks yeah. down the ecosystem. And because of that, like the the world st- starts like freezing, which I don't know that that logic <laughs> makes sense. It's like a little heavy handed, but anyways, and then like the family's like all together, and the, and the not the mama, you know, the baby who had. <laughs> You know who did the baby's voice? Who had the breakout hit, Not the Mama. No. A Kevin Clash. Really? Yeah, oh, I did, did know the that. Baby, yeah. told me that. You're welcome. <laughs> Trivia Kevin Clash Pat is in this also, was also Elmo. That's uh, Was yeah. Elmo for a long time. There's no correlation there. Um, anyways, going back to the... Please. So, anyway, so the world starts freezing over, and the baby's like, Mom, are, are we going to be okay? And you're like... Oh, God. And the mom's like, well, whatever happens, we'll all be together. So she's basically saying, like, everyone, we're all going to die together. And then, like, there's, like, a newscast, and there's this dinosaur who's, like, he's, like, freezing, and there's, like, snow, and he's wearing a scarf, and he's like, well, we're losing power. And you're like, why would dinosaurs end this way? Like, yeah, we know, yeah, we know what happened, like, eventually. But, like, it's a sick, it's, it was, I think it was on, um... It, or it was on... No, it was uh, on, like, UPN TGIF. or something. Yeah. Which, by the way, you can watch um, repeat episodes of Step by Step, by Step on the Hub Network. <laughs> and Cody is such a good character. <laughs> if you go over Vanessa's apartment, you have to watch Step by Step, actually. It, I, it's, like, it's so... It's, it's just so peaceful. It's, like, the biggest problem is, like... Like, Dana was, like, going to try weed, and then she, like, decided not to. (laughs) It's it's so good. It's, like, it's, like, it's, like, they're, like, they're also, like, their parents are so strict in a way that doesn't make sense. Like, Like, the one girl wants to go on, like, a school trip, and they, like, they have to, like, raise money to do it. So they, like, try to babysit all these kids at their house. And then they get in trouble for, like, babysitting too many kids because it got too crowded. But it's, like, why Why would you gra- – like, why would they get in trouble? And they have to, like, give back the money to, like, pay for the <laughs> – to fix the house. And it makes – because I guess, like, the kids did some damage to the house. But it just, like, makes no sense because it's, like – these, like, they stayed home, and they just... It is a like, smart business idea. Like, they're like, yeah. oh, we'll babysit more kids. They care. And also, like... <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's the idea of daycare. <laughs> and they get in so much trouble. And, like, I, I feel like the dad who was on Dynasty or something... Patrick Duffy? Yeah. He's too strict on the show. Like, <laughs> like I know it adds to the comedy that they like get in trouble all the time, but like he's way too strict. Like to a point where you're like, I this almost makes me want to stop watching, but not enough to make me stop watching. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we should keep this going for the next 24 hours. But we're Vanessa, you're the greatest person ever. Thank you Thanks so for much for joining us. Yeah, sorry, I'll call them my gifts from my basement that um, were salvaged. Just quickly, oh, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. this is good. I'm sorry, yeah, this is. I was also on. Sliders. This is both. These are both for for just inspiration <laughs> and comedy, be- and the, you, this is for one of the SNL after parties. This is when you whip okay. this out. It's the. Uh, 
Whoa, the cocktail um, soundtrack. Yeah, that's pretty right. <laughs> that was that's pretty beautiful. That was the first cassette I ever owned. Really? Yes. I still have it. Yeah. And I gave it to your it sister. Kokomo, don't worry, be happy. Yep. Like all the hits. It was in my collection uh, and. I- it was salvaged. I think yeah. Jonah did a report in school. No, you didn't. To the song I, I, Pokemon. Yes, you did. I think I did too. That was like a life-changing cassette for me. I, that was from my collection Seriously. that I salvaged, and I figured. Yeah. Do you remember the report? I remember Jonah practicing for it. It was like he did a report and played it in the background. Right? I don't. You have a much better memory. This than is me. the best. By the way, no. Jonah, that's weirdly weird, weird connection for us. This is also for inspiration before shows. It's. Well, Poison greatest video hits. It's it's something and that you should watch just to get inspiration. Me from and Vanessa it. saw Poison together. We saw See, them. Well, we saw them about we saw them five the show, years ago. And it was, yeah. We were in the lawn, and they were like, everyone can go into the pavilion. <laughs> there were like so few people there. That it they was were, so depressing. It was incredibly everyone depressing. Just, like so Just, yeah, watch all the videos Thank together. Thank you so and much. These are such great gifts. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. Vanessa Bear, ladies and gentlemen. Vanessa Bear. Uh, our final guest before the performances, uh, when Jonah texted me, it was, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. We're completely freaking out. We couldn't believe she came on the podcast anyway. We are so thrilled. Please put your hands together. Please welcome Janine Garofalo. Hello. Can I actually start off with some statistics that uh, are the Please. are the antithesis of of Vanessa's uh, academic achievement? Please. <laughs> I wrote down from from. Okay, so I, I had, have always been a straight C student. That was a gentleman's C. A gentleman's C. Of this. <laughs> 250 kids in my graduating class, Madison High School, Madison, New Jersey. Jersey? Uh, New Jersey, yes. Represent. Apparently, I was just told uh, that I used to babysit uh, your girlfriend's uh, gaslight anthem. Oh, uh, his girlfriend says that I used to babysit friends of hers' kids. Really? It okay. is possible. Jersey's very small, And back in those right? days, it was a dollar an hour. Dollar an hour. Really? I'm talking about the early, mid-70s. Um, so anyway, 250 kids in my graduating class, Madison High School. I was 237. That, that is all factual. Not going to lie to you. Not here. Not now. Not in Brooklyn. Uh, SATs and math, 400. Which you get just oh. for signing your name. That's a, if you did nothing That's else. That's not true. You get 200 for signing your name. I know that sadly for a fact. Oh, I was told 400 is really? if you did nothing. But then again, this was 19. Math and this English was combined, 200. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Uh, English was not much higher, but I didn't even do the questions. I just did A-C-E, A-C-E, because I read a book that said A-C-E. Um... It on the track team. I don't know why I was on it, but uh, in a, a sprint uh, hurt, with hurdles, I came in last after. And this is not me being a douche. Pardon my French. That really is French. I feel comfortable saying that. Um, there was a special needs kid who uh, beat me in the hurdles. Obviously um, not physically special needs. Uh, in college, I. They gave you tests uh, to see where you where you tracked for math or English and things. I was remedi- they, I was in a class called the Spirit of Math. <laughs> it's my fresh.
freshman year. I was in that class. Really? Yeah, it was called it was called the history of math. That's what I had to say. This was the spirit. It was me and athletes because uh, I went to Providence College and they were big into the Friar basketball. Yes. So it was me and and uh, some of the athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that class. In fifth grade, in a spelling bee, my teacher took pity on me, and the word was grape. Uh, that's true. I never forgot that because it hurt my feelings. Uh, but the bar was set so low, so low from the get-go. And I worked at Friendly's in high school. Uh, I started as a waitress, was demoted to ice cream, then demoted to dishwasher, then fired because myself and Pete Herzog were throwing away plates at the end of the night because they pile up. So we would uh, throw away the plates, and then uh, a guy from HQ in Elizabeth, New Jersey, came down and started counting flatware. What's going on, Madison? And Pete and I were fired. But we did work with uh, two uh, youngsters that were in the original Bad News Bears um, who lived also in New Jersey, uh, two, two of the blonde baseball players when the bad news bears the original if you haven't seen it very very good the remake is not but it was uh, a a great movie the bad news bears and two of those kids were busboys at friendlies before i was let go (laughs) (laughs) so um so friendlies i grew up in massachusetts and i went to the friendlies fribble the coffee fribble and the 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 clam roll but the thing about friendlies that i remember is they used to put your burger on toast. On toast, that's their and thing. And it just fucking melted through. It's their thing. You would pick it up, and the burger would literally fall through the toast. Yeah, but we're talking about it. You would have, right? to, you would have to eat it with a knife and fork. Like, you couldn't pick it up. Right. Had it not been on toast, would it have been mentioned? And as a 16-year-old who was... Um, you were hindered in some way. I was way. hindered, yeah. You were, we were jammed con- up. Yeah, I'm using the, the purest form Like they're of trying the to word. do a true detective. They're trying to jam them up. True detective tomorrow night. Oh, I'm oh it's so good. It's so good. Is it? It's so good. With I more. myself was reluctant. I actually I'm was, was ambivalent at best when when uh, it was being advertised. I was like, do I want to? Do I not? And then Greg Barrett, who you may or yeah. may not comedian, said, you got uh, to watch. The, we were at Wise Guys. He thought you just Wise might, Guys Comedy Club. He thought you might be into the in show. In Phoenix. And he said, let's watch. It was a Sunday night. That was a great Greg Barrett And joke. it was so good it is so good is it scary though it's it, it it's no it's intelligent it's a it's a it's a crime drama that is on the level of the way the british do it the british do crime like luther procedurals like oh <laughs> i dropped it i dropped it Idris Idris. Al- i'm saying he is oh yeah the i will watch prometheus over and over again just because stringer bells in that shit that's fucking right uh and i never saw the wire uh i'm sorry i'm sorry people people are very passionate about that it's i know good. i know i used it. to lie about it because people get very season five upset. wacky season four and awesome honestly so i i used to say oh the wire game changer i honestly like, <laughs> culturally relevant i never i never saw the wire that's good um but uh, okay. and i don't say that i'm not bragging i just never ha- i mean I, i'm a fan of tv uh, mm-hmm. When it's good and true, detective Sunday nights are difficult. Talking about getting jammed up, you got sometimes you got <laughs> Sherlock, Walking Dead, Girls, Downton Abbey. All right, Sherlock, um, has everybody seen the fucking finale? No. Young people, I can't live this way. Suck You've it. Got to it was at this moment the podcast enraged Janine got up. 
spoiler alert, Brutus killed Caesar. Okay, so here's the, um, at two. <laughs> You've had since 44 BC to get that one. I, I mean, knives in the Senate House. Really. Not a good knives, idea. And while we're at it, can we rethink the assassination of Julius Caesar? I'm being sincere. Uh, Julius Caesar, throughout history... Throughout history has been has has been marked and badmouthed as a a, a tyrant sodomite. and a dictator. No, sodomite was never involved, as far as I know. Although I wouldn't, whatever you know. I mean, there's the theory about what he did to his son, to his uh, nephew Augustus. If you follow that, if you watched Rome on HBO, no, if you read the fucking Sandman by Two Neil Gaiman, come on. It was so good. Oh, yeah. Uh, to this day, sometimes I will drop by the HBO merch store and see if there's any, like, Rome merch somewhere. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I have always been a fan of, 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 of ancient Rome, honestly. But at Ro- that series, Rome, and they introduced the theory, as others have, that Caesar, was it, was it tyrannicide or treason? Do you see what I'm saying? Oh. Tre- treason in that they killed a, a reformer, a populist. Uh, or or tyrannicide. He was he was a dictator. Now he, like I said, I'm not the only person who thinks this, but I would like I to bring know. it up. I feel like we all need to start rethinking the assassination. Were you an I, of were you an I Claudius fan? Uh, actually, I only saw some of it. I was very young when it first came on. Okay. Um, I Claudius came on in the '70s. Little Derek, Derek Jacoby, little Patrick Stewart. Little. Uh, I actually never really watched it, although mm. now I am a masterpiece classic. Right fanatic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't say that I'm not putting on airs. I love Uts. Anybody knows me loves I I love Uts. You like the pretzels the Uts or just cur- the Uts cheese curl. Oh, the cheese curl. Uh, I'm not you... a glass warrior. Uts. Small batch, artisanal, locally sourced, farm to table. You can't get Uts everywhere in the do you, country. Do you go for the chocolate covered pretzels? Do you No, 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 that? no. It's just the cheese curl. Oh, and okay. and by, if I can't find that, so you're an elitist. H-E-R-S. This is bottom shelf stuff, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I am not a, cl- I'm not trying the to. The green salt and vinegar bag doesn't take No, no, no I, I don't know how many ways to say this. It's just <laughs> only, only the, the cheese curl. I'm just trying to open it only up a little Only the cheese earlier. curl. Okay. Uh, no, I would have said the first time you brought know, it up, I, I would have said yes, that, that, and that. I, I mean, I'm not angry at you, I'm but just I'm just saying. Just trying. Uts and Little Debbie. Oh, so okay, just I'm know when I discuss Julius Caesar, I am not trying to be highfalutin. Um, but here's the thing Brutus and Cassius were members of the aristocracy, yes? As was Julius no Caesar. No one here is going to argue. <laughs> no, no, but, but there might be other people who share the, my interest in this. Hands. Um, <laughs> Continue. But <laughs> members of the aristocracy don't assassinate other members of the aristocracy if they were, in fact, dictators who were going to keep up the status quo, right? Yeah. Only people who are going to change that get assassinated. <clears throat> That's all I'm going to say about it. We can talk about anything else you want. I just ask that you... <laughs> I just feel that it's unfair when people get get a bad rap. And he never said et tu brute. That's another thing I learned. No, he I didn't. Learned. Not, I did know that. I learned that. Uh, Shakespeare said he said mm-hmm. it. No, and, and what did that guy do aside from invent the word alligator? True. Look it up. Okay, so uh, we did, don't get a, It's he, true. He invented the word alligator. He did. Can you actually expand on that? What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. How do you, and the, your source is what for this? Um, they even went to school for theater. I studied at the Globe in England. Ooh! So suck it, California right, right, dreams. Right, but alligator. Al- yeah. <laughs> but but here's the thing: 
Was it crocodile prior? It was crocodile know? prior, and he just got bored. Why alligator? I have no fucking idea. I wasn't there. I but, feel like, can somebody Google that? I feel like there's... Yeah, Google it, because that'll be true, that whatever you be find. <laughs> All right, speaking of press, the most press we've ever gotten on our teen little podcast involved you. And it if there's was, anything negative, please don't tell me. It hurts not my negative, feelings terribly. It's not negative. It's hilarious. Uh, we discussed 24. But, okay. And uh, you made a comment about how you thought the uh, creator producer of 24 Joel Sarnow, yeah. was making a comment on Hillary Clinton. That's why he had a female president. Right, right, right. And a, a troop of conservative websites that I never even would have thought would listen to our podcast <clears throat> jumped on that. I was like, I can't believe blah, no, blah, no, no, blah, blah, blah. It's my name. It, it, it's, it cracked it's, uh, me up. Oddly, since the early aughts, uh, every once in a while, conservative thugs um, pick a person who's an easy target, mm-hmm. the person who's easily to mock and marginalize. They tend to be in entertainment and female. Uh, unfortunately, Shocker. in our culture, it's easy to mock and marginalize females and females in entertainment. So they go after, and I don't know why I've been on their hit list. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Like, and, and most of the other right-wingers they're talking to don't know who they're talking about. You know what I mean? Like, they don't know who I am. But they, uh, it's something, there's, there's a number of these trolls that if my name is so- somewhere, they will, they will seize on it. And then, and then um, you know, and, and you know what? How I know this, I didn't pull it out of my ass, is I happened to be working at the show yeah. at the time, and some of the writers discussed it. So it's not like, uh, why would I make that up? Why would I... Bring up. They like transcribed it and quoted it, but then the comments were like, "How dare she?" But there was how dare I say there was no thought behind it that impacts anyone's life in no way whatsoever. (laughs) It was it was really funny, and we were like, Mm -hmm. "What? This is the craziest thing I've ever seen." It was no, you can't you get you can't believe some of the the nonsense. It was quite a bit. There's nothing more tenacious than a regressive person. (laughs) Well, it's you know progressive. The opposite Mm -hmm. obviously is regressive. So that it's all I, limbic brain. Know. It's all limbic brain. See, I got a 710 the first time I took the SATs. That's, Cumulative. That's actually good. Is that good? No, that oh, no, was no, all no. together. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that's I knew that because way more than me, so I feel like that's... I got a perfect 1600 if you combine all four times I tried them. And uh-huh. You well, that's them together. something. You like that? And then yeah. some empty beer bottles. But What? <laughs> but, Janine, but you were on an amazing radio show that's probably what put you on the radar of all. No, it happened uh, from when I, uh, before the radio show, when I um, came out publicly against the impending invasion of Iraq. And also actually before that, when George Bush was illegally installed by Antonin Scalia Uh, in the 2000 election. I'm not, I'm not pontificating and believe me, no one likes it less than me to discuss this stuff. But it's, uh, it started there because it's easy to shit on me. Uh, There were other people that people can respect that were saying the exact same thing, right. but it's not, they don't go after those people. You know, the Pope, actually, the other one, uh, was, against, <laughs> was against Iraq, and, of course, Hannity had nothing to say. It wasn't going to boycott the papal, <laughs> the papal entities. Yeah, actors, the papal actors bull. Actors and comedians don't really have but, a lot to say. No, but if you're female and if you're in entertainment, um, nah. however tangentially, <laughs> uh, they, they, uh, they know that they can stir up among their very small group, but they, it seems like there's a lot of them because they're just loud, the squeaky wheels. But um, so that started, and then and then it laid off a little bit. And then when the Tea Party first started forming, 
I, I discussed on MSNBC the race, the racism inherent in it. And um, there is no two ways about that. I shan't have this debate with anyone. It's just that there's straight up racism in the, in the Tea Party. Would the one Tea Party the, representative the first, like to rebut? Uh, well, <laughs> Didn't think you were here, cock knocking. <laughs> well, one of the first Tea Party rallies took place on Obama's first inauguration. So they were so upset with the job he hadn't done yet. So what could it be? What could it be about this man that, that they didn't like? But anyway, it's quite obvious that, okay. that they, they don't like people of color. But uh, it's uh, – so I mentioned that on Keith Oberman and then was banned from MSNBC and fired from two voiceover jobs I had because this little tiny group of trolls started – I just burped. <laughs> I'm so it's, sorry. It's a just reaction. Sorry. <laughs> Lean into um, the mic next time. Started uh, pretending they were a lot and started email, like pretending they were different people and writing letters and emails <laughs> to complain um, about it. So it's just one of those things that happens. And, um, and, and I never say these things or do these things to be provocative. It, it, I take no pleasure in being disliked, honestly. I take no pleasure at all in, in um, having people think you're obnoxious or uh, saying things just to be do you know what i mean like it's it's but the, these are just true facts that george bush was illegally installed by antonin scalia and a few other justices who should have recused themselves because they were working on the republican campaign or their relatives were need not get into that so he was never president both times john Kerry actually won the second time touchscreen voting let's not get into it but uh <laughs> that was never pursued either but um it's just uh so then it started up again after the teabagging thing and uh, that was just that's such an easy I like they, they go for tea party and they're like what they don't think that that's where it's gonna go uh, real quick before mm-hmm. I get distracted what did you think of step by step I actually never saw step by step really? I mean also uh, family matters I didn't see because I'm much older than you guys so it, I was I was well into my early 30s at that point so I didn't see that has see... not stopped Vanessa <laughs> I no, want, Vanessa's much younger. I wanted much to younger. ask, because when you came on the show, I was kicking myself for not bringing it up. One of my favorite superhero movies, and this is in all seriousness, is Mystery Men. Oh. And I, I adore it. Thank you. And in that fine film was a gentleman named Tom Waits, who I adore yes. equally. Oh, my gosh. And it was, what? what a pleasure to work with him. What was it like? He was, it was, it's one of those things where uh, it's even nicer than, <sighs> you know, than, than you can imagine when you meet someone. It, it actually worked. It, it's like, because I was so excited. Yeah. And then he was even more interesting and nicer and lovely than, so it was great. Was and really he, is great. he just aware of, like, I'm awesome? No, no, no. Uh, no, he's just Subtly. is who he is. He's comfortable in his own skin. He's kind of, like, eccentric in a great way and not, just easygoing. And it was wow. great. Was that a fun flick to work on? Were you a superhero fan? You a comic book fan? Uh, I am. I am not a, a comic book fan per se. I am a fan of certain. I don't know if they're called graphic novels. Like I like things like Julie just said. Don't do it. It's their comic books. Uh, com- okay. Thank I just you. didn't know if that offended anyone. I don't know. It what offends the, me. It does offend The proper terminology. <laughs> but only Stephen. Yeah. I like. I like confessional, like personal confessional <laughs> things. Like I said, like Joe Matt or yeah. or. Um, um, Blankets, that biggie oh, blankets, that thing, gorgeous, and, uh, gorgeous. Habibi. If anybody hasn't read that, those kinds of things. Although I did, I loved Why the Last Man series. Is that what it was? Oh, it's gorgeous. Oh. Yeah, Brian K. Vaughn wrote a few episodes of Lost. Lost. 
which I never saw. The good ones. Don't watch the finale. It sucks. You also mentioned Walking Dead. I have to bring it Walking back. Walking Dead. Yes. I'm a fan of the genre. I'm okay. Fa- 28 Days Later is one of my favorite movies, which, by the way, introduced the fast zombie in 2003. We talked about You call them cheater zombies. I call them cheater zombies. I think they're the worst. Like, they're not supposed to be that way. <laughs> I know, not- I know. It's horrible, isn't it? It's my thing. And it's like, it lo- zombies are supposed to be easily... No, no, no. Like, yeah, yeah. like I feel averted. much more comfortable right, can... with a sh- with a shambling, dim-witted uh, zombie who's like right, a limb like... might fall off. You can pretend to be one of them. Uh, I'm much yeah. more comfortable with that. But if you introduce the not only preach on fast, this is my this is but my... but fit lean <laughs> that keen sense of hearing and smell you they could, don't you, miss wait, a trick like you can't zombies. mix in with a zombie but a little mud a little like Schwarzenegger from Predator like no there's nothing like, there's nothing and by the way don't change a tire when you're on your way to, uh, out of the city on the bridge please don't do it yeah, but thanks to Shaun of the Dead they brought back a more shambling zombie which I feel right. very good about Walking Dead splits the diff and the there there and there's always a shoulder up guy. Yeah. <laughs> that that's in homage to thriller. Just yeah. always one guy. And True. isn't it amazing how old timey some of those zombies are? A lot, of, a lot of petticoats and skirts and overall. I don't know what year it is in the, in where they are in Atlanta. They were they were at a cantillion. And lots of white folks. And it's Atlanta, by the way. Yeah. PS. Yes. A lot of white folks. It's a commentary. Maybe there's a except from Michonne. I thought maybe there. And then there's a, a hand a couple of. African Americans who have who have who have exited fairly quickly, mm-hmm. but there's some now who may or may not stick around. But how come only Carl's hair has grown? What's going on? <laughs> why only Carl? Why are we cutting our hair? Why are why why is our beard yeah, at the Miami Device? Where is I think Darryl, Norman Reedus getting the gel to, to get it forward? Yeah, Daryl's the secret barber. No one knows about. He's like, let me make your hair cool. But why? Because Daryl always looks. Why? Cool. Why didn't they just just let it? Obviously, you're gonna want to let it grow in the beard, and it. All the, we'd all be beardy, and right. Yeah, right. And and uh, and the legs, Magna, shorn. I mean, smooth as silk. <laughs> Underarms, clear. Because uh, they're obviously going for realism in their zombie show. Well, they well, <laughs> they do make pharmacy runs, but I, I feel like sure. I, I feel like uh, the hair being short doesn't make sense to me. I know Shane, who also got a bad rap. I actually di- wasn't thrilled to see him go. A little bit different in the comic, by the way. He, like, ended at the... I'm sorry, spoilering? Anyone? Um, he dies at the first five issues. So He was in on it with Cicero, who pretended he had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Cicero, squirrely. And I'm talking about mm. Marcus Tullius, not Quintus Tullius. Common mistake. Cicero would badmouth Caesar all the time. Yeah, fuel really. the fire, fuel the and fire, then and then he was mysteriously out of town. And then they go after Cinna, but it's not Cinna. They go after Cinna the poet, and they kill him, and they don't mean to kill Cinna the poet. They fucking globe people. I'm not screwing around. I have a degree. Janine Garofalo, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad. We have some people performing music. We'd like you to stay in here. Sorry. Oh, we have a present for Janine. Sorry, sorry. Yes, these are quickly, quickly. Okay, uh, sorry, sorry. I actually don't have to do it on stage if you need no, your go, press for time. No, I'm saying, I'm saying quickly. No, we want to see I, you The open. shape of this, I know what it is. The shape of it, it feels like a coffin. It might be. <laughs> it's a voodoo doll I got in New Orleans. In New Orleans. I never used its powers, though. And I figure you have somebody... Ah! 
It's got the pins are all in. Nobody, I never used it. And oh, I found it when thank I cl- you. So I'm figuring you have somebody, you know, you might want to Why do I get two? It feels unfair. Everybody got two. Oh, okay. I kept, it, I kept it fair, but you're from Jers, and this is what my wife called the winner is, is this. The Bon Jovi? The bon Jovi is to Springsteen as Hydrox is to the Oreos. Look at that. <laughs> 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 nice Greatest guys. Apple Bowl team nice, but really not. <laughs> I thought it was the winner. No? Delightful. <laughs> thank you, you guys. Thank you for coming. Oh my God, What the fuck? He's gonna be on Bravo. All right, um, we're gonna get off stage. We're gonna bring out uh, Chris. Is gonna play a tune, or Laura? I don't know how they, they flipped the coin. They're gonna play a tune each, and then um, I'm gonna hurl T-shirts at you if you want some. Cool. Thank you guys very much for celebrating the 100th episode of Going Off Track. We didn't think we'd do 10, and look, there's a whole lot of fucking people here. Thank you very much for joining us. Bring on the tunes, Laura Stevenson. Play the song. Okay. It's happening. Now that you all know about everything, me pooping and everything, I'll play for you. Okay, here we go. the ground mean I barely slept this week but you're lovely in the morning all reminding me why I should be sorry say I love your brain but I hate it when it pushes me away well it's been down and now you're finally finding out that I'm not supposed to get better but I said I won't be quite like this forever cause I'm a liar and a thief
pretty cool. Okay, this is a new song that means anything to anyone. drinks with the thieves on these streets they take what they want and then they let me free I used to be a sensible man from New York City to San Fran I write about the visions I see while you do penance for the Lord down on your knees That stuff is gonna kill you But it probably won't tonight So I sit back and you get high I play the guitar as you sing your songs to me Seven hours awake and seventeen asleep Used to be a confident girl Before I came into your world I write about the visions I see While you do penance for the Lord down on your knees That stuff is gonna kill you But it probably won't tonight so I sit back and you get high Camouflaged by pretty faces Dying cells in flooded basements No one really knows where we are So let's make a run for it Swim back up to the surface I'm terrified of leaving you alone For the Lord down on your knees That stuff is gonna kill you But it probably won't tonight So I sit back and you get high That stuff is gonna kill you But it probably won't tonight So I sit back as you get high Thank you That's how you get a cord out. You kick it. Uh, come on out here, dudes. Uh, 100 damn episodes. We're very excited. We have um, a lot more to do. I want to thank these awesome dudes. Brad Gooba making sounds awesome. Jonah, who not only uh, brings every guest to the podcast, is one of the best writers I've ever met and one of my best friends in the world. Thank you. Um, 
Mike Hanjemi, when he's there, it's the most special time because when all four of us get in a room, I think it's a lot more fun. Thank and you ladies all. and gentlemen, Stephen Smith. Thank you very much. Let's not forget him. Uh, I, sh- I show up. Um, uh, thank you very much. Uh, we have to sneak out because they have a dance party in a second, which is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I got a box of shirts and stickers and pins and stuff, and I said, Jonah, what should we do? And he said, fucking give them away. So that's what we're going to do. I hope you're all double XL because that's what we have. <laughs> Drink so, a lot. So get ready to wear a dress and pin it on. All right. Thank you very much. Going off track. We got a hundred more. Thank you. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.